2: <laughs>
3: she
2: they are who we
3: thought they were. When we let them off the I get out of hand. Just just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter to the West right Titans. F left. 372 Y stick C The
1: Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt.
2: Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football.
4: Play a little football, baby. That's what I'm talking about. It will not be long. Welcome into the show. You can be a part of the show. Text me, call me, tweet me. One or the other. One of the three. I don't know. Heck, just drive by here. Stick your head out the window. I'll see if I can hear you. I always enjoy hearing from you. In the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast service, friendly service. That's what you get with Farm Bureau Insurance. And I stay connected to you on this show around the clock because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi and other parts outside of Mississippi as well. They're really strong in Tennessee, in the mobile area. I saw yesterday on Twitter uh, C Spire CEO, Hugh Mina, was up in Knoxville. And, Roger, it was a funny tweet because they said, you know, he's meeting with the C Spire team here in Knoxville. And, like, uh, underneath it, it said... Many donuts were consumed during this meeting. <laughs> and I thought, look, anybody having business meetings, the least you can do is have snacks, right? And good ones. I mean, if you have a like a sales meeting, who wants to go to a sales meeting? Nobody. What if they have donuts? Okay, let's go.
3: Right? Well they got a rule. I'm not enticed unless they've got you know like chocolate on them. You need chocolate. So bring me no plain donut, man. Really? You would just turn. You would turn down a glazed donut. Well, it's only that I've drawn the the line in the sand there. I'd love to eat one of those too, but I
4: yeah.
3: I said, well, I I'll only cheat if it's
4: really cheating. <laughs> gotcha. So I'm
3: going down. I'm going down for something bigger than this glazed gotcha. donut.
4: Gotcha. All right. Appreciate everybody tuning in. A uh, couple of reminders. Number one, reminder the amount announcement yesterday five. Football Talk events. You can have dinner with me, my wife, and some others. Coming up five different stops. Check out the events page on my website, mattwyattmedia.com. We'll have dinner together. You can buy a ticket. We'll have dinner. It'll cover your dinner, and then we'll talk football, and we'll do some film study. We'll draw it up, learn a little X's and O's with you right there on the spot. So five different stops, including Jackson and Vicksburg and Hattiesburg and Starkville and Tupelo, all coming up over the next couple of months. Go to mattwyattmedia.com and click on the events tab. There is news today out of Auburn. They've named a new starting quarterback. It's a familiar name, though. Nix, his dad, was the starting quarterback there. Now Bo Nix is going to be the starting quarterback at the University of Auburn. They made that announcement. Wait a minute. Did I just say University of Auburn? Holy cow. Good gracious alive! It's not the University of Auburn. It's Auburn University. Yeah, dope. Okay, I got it right. So they've got a new QB. Um, The security guard who got shoved by Ezekiel Elliott, tried to extort 14 different things out of him. They gave him a list of 14 things they wanted. It's outrageous. And now because of police records, we've gotten a hold of what was on the list. That's coming up. But right now, I take you back to something that was on yesterday's show. I told you about this. Scott Strickland, athletics director, formerly of Mississippi State, now with Florida, We were talking about the rivalry with Miami, and listen to what he said in the middle of the comment about future scheduling at Florida.
1: Florida and Miami used to play annually, and and, uh, that stopped in in the late 80s. And between 88 and I think uh, for about the next 15 years, they didn't play at all and and played sporadically in that time. So uh, this is the first time in four or five years they've played. We just announced today, actually, that we're going to do a home-and-home with the Hurricanes starting in 24 and 25. Um, which will give us 10 Power 5 opponents those years, which is something we're working to to do a minimum of going forward.
4: All right, did you hear that? It's going to give them 10 Power 5 opponents on their schedule, which he said is what they hope to be a minimum for them going forward. Tim Brando of Fox Sports is on your radio right now on the Divinity phone. And, Tim, I appreciate some time, and welcome to the show. And when you heard Scott Strickland at Florida say, that they want 10 Power 5 games as a minimum going forward. How did that land on you?
1: Tells me that they're aware that we're going to eight teams very soon and we're going to be expanding in the college football playoff. Um, those are the tea leaves that I read. Mm-hmm. I have great respect for Scott, and uh, there are a lot of really good athletic directors out there um, that, um, that know that what I've been espousing for quite some time is true and that uh this system this college football playoff uh system with only four teams is simply not workable for the long term and uh in so doing uh you've already seen some moves the SEC i think is uh uh is beginning to show that those those the new schedule without those fcs games um, being played uh the third week in november uh that's an indicator i think um some of the announcements that we saw of home and home series that are getting underway. But it's good PR in a lot of ways. Uh, you want to send out those messages that you're, you know, if you're Alabama, yeah, we're going to play Texas, and we're going to go on the road to a power five school, something they haven't done in <laughs> a long, long time. And it looks good going into a season when you've got such a horrible non-conference schedule. But there, there is method to the madness, uh, whether Nick Saban is coaching that team that goes into Austin or not, uh, the reality is you're going to have to be playing more games that matter uh, if if you're if you're going to be in an expanded format. Strength of schedule, which is just there for looks, right now. I mean, no one, uh, there's no form, nothing in the formula for the college football playoff uh, formally states or indicates that strength of schedule means a damn thing. Hmm. Um, but when we go to eight, it's, it's gonna matter. And I think the athletic directors are the good ones. Uh, and I certainly believe that Scott Strickland is among the best. Uh, feels that way. Joe Castiglione has always felt that way. He's a great one at Oklahoma. Del Conte over at Texas is a magnificent one. Um, I'm a big fan of Greg Byrne, uh, at Alabama, who I believe, uh, knows and understands that this is the direction that, uh, that we're headed in. So, uh, it, th- those are the key leads that I read. I, I think it's a, a, a very good sign mm-hmm. uh, that Scott would say such a thing.
4: Tim Brando on your radio right now from Fox Sports. So they've, they've got 10 on the schedule this year because Miami's on there and they always play Florida State. Uh, and and then that word minimum, it just – you know, when I went back and listened to that, Tim, it, it really hit to think, okay, he's saying minimum, and then he said minimum, going, yeah. you, you know going forward. And I just wonder, as you and you've always had a knack for reading those tea leaves. What about the time frame? You know, he scheduled Miami twenty-four and twenty-five home and home. By that time, do you think we look up and everybody in the SEC? It'll be a mandate that they have to have ten power fives, or will we still be waiting? Yeah, at that I, time?
0: No, I no. I think that these
1: changes are definitely going to happen by the time the new. Uh, contract is uh, the new rights uh, are up for bids and it'll be up at that particular time. We're we're entering year 6 right now mm-hmm. in 2019 of the college football playoff. It's a 12-year deal. So, uh by the end of 25 and going into 26, we're going to have and the negotiations for a new contract whether it's ESPN, uh ABC keeps or not, uh will have taken place in the the 18 months or 24 months prior to that uh, television contracts are generally negotiated two years out uh for sports rights and um so at the, at the minimum i think we're going to see expansion after that i, I actually believe that it's going to happen sooner uh and I, and I tell you the reason i believe it's going to happen sooner is because you know if you're espn you can't you can't allow and I think they, they found out when they allowed the BCS to go to Fox for that period of time. Um, I think they learned a, a, a big lesson when they didn't have it. Fox did, but they could not afford with the kind of network they have in their history, uh, not to have that uh, back. You know, they, they have a lot of great rights. Okay. Over there, but other than the NBA, they do not see any in college football, they do not see. Uh, any of those rights with those sports properties take them to the promised land. In other words, they don't see it through to the championship. Mm-hmm. Okay, if, right. if if you're watching, for instance, that um, uh, they don't have a Super Bowl. Okay, they don't get one. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things that their new president I think is working on is trying to. You know, that's what he behind the scenes. That's one of the the, the whole saving face with the NFL. Uh, and trying to restore them in good stead. That's what that's about. Well, until such time as you get a Super Bowl, you can't afford not to have the college football playoff. So um, if I were, you know, and I, I don't mean to um, be speaking out of turn, I'm not a programming expert, but I do keep up with our business. Mm-hmm. I think the tea leaves read that if they can get, if they can find a way to get those in governance with the college football playoff to tweak the system, which they have the right to do every three years. And this is the beginning of the sixth season. So at the end of this year, uh, they have the right to take a look at the the structure, take a look at what the ratings have been, what they're delivering to their advertisers, and then recommend any changes if they so desire. And I think they'd love to to, to get this thing to eight because the ratings aren't delivering. uh, They're flatlining, actually. Uh, they're not delivering the kind of numbers that they promised their advertisers. Don't get me wrong. It's still a highly, highly popular and big ratings event, the, the national championship and the college football playoffs But it hasn't done what they projected uh, when they got the rights. And uh, they were thinking about NFL playoff ratings. And they, they just haven't done that. And right. They haven't. And the Alabama Clemson team has something to do with that. So even if you you know you say, well we'll still have clemson and alabama in the final anyway well yeah maybe we will but if the inventory went to eight and you had an additional week's worth of games and you had more teams from all throughout the countryside uh you would have generated interest throughout uh the nation in a way that would drive the ratings mm-hmm. and would make it better yeah. and and i think they'd like to do this is just my opinion i i I believe that it's in their best interest while they have the rights for another six years to get uh, the the people that govern the college football playoff to to acquiesce and to say, yeah, okay, you're making a good point. Let's go ahead and do this. Otherwise, if they don't, then I think uh, it's going to go to bid, and there's going to be a lot of competition for the rights to, to broadcast it once we get past 2025.
4: And, and, you know, we've heard for a couple of years, and then it, Picked up steam, I think, this off season with Nick Saban. So you know, head coach of Alabama, big power broker in the sport, if you will, saying we got to play more Power Five games. We want to play ten conference games and stuff like that to drive the narrative. Are, do you think somebody like Saban and those blue blood power teams and programs are also in favor of expanding the playoff? Oh sure,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I. They understand the Golden Goose. Mm. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, look, uh, if you don't think Nick Saban is pretty to some of the conversation that's taking place right. uh, with respect to the future of the game of college football at the national level, then you're pretty naive. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you're pretty naive. Uh, if Nick, uh, on a rare, a rare occasion that he's not a part of the playoff as a as a coach knows he i be as a broadcaster mm-hmm. so yeah he knows and uh, I, 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 listen the the only thing that could happen that could modify the thought process of having uh, an expansion to six or eight teams and I think six could have made some sense but I think that I think that's been floated and I think the powers that be based on the people I've talked to have said, no, no, if we're going to do this. We need to go ahead and do it, go to eight, and keep it there. Um, uh, I think the only way that that could change is if somehow someone presented within the consortium of the five conferences uh, a uh, decision whereby every conference had uniform scheduling across the board, where they played the same number of non-conference games, same number of conference games, and that there was a balance sheet about the power base of those teams, and I, I simply don't think that with the infrastructure of college football being the way it is, and the conferences will always, this is their is their uh, shield. They'll say, "Well, those schedules are institutional decisions." <laughs> Well, whenever you hear the conference commissioner say, "Well, that's an institutional decision," that means I don't want any part of this. I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> that's code for I'm not. Uh, I'm not taking responsibility for that god awful schedule that so you know a blank team has this year. Well, it's an institutional decision. Uh, so I think really the only way that we can strike a balance in this process is by expanding the way. And, and it doesn't make it perfect. I'm not saying that it does. sure, But it certainly would make it a heck of a lot better. Think of the interest late in the year, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, around the country. If you had teams ranked between uh, numbers 6 and 7, to all the way down to like 16 or 17, yeah. uh, those games in November, which is the ratings month in television, would take on tremendous importance, uh, much more so than they currently do. And if you had uh, the top teams that would be in your top four playing for the opportunity to host a game on campus for the first round of the playoffs, how big would that be? Uh, It would be huge. So on both fronts, for the teams five through eight and the teams one through four, there would still be a lot to play for.
4: Even more to play for, Right, and maybe even enhance. You know, well, it would enhance the regular season. What about though? Just, just for a second, and aside on on a cause and effect here. What to do with the group of five? With that many, you know, fewer buy games in their regular season that they're getting against power five teams. I don't know if "buy" is the right word, but but as it pertains to that level of group of five, Mm -hmm. would they still survive? If this oh, changes. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they would still survive. And, frankly, the group of five is interested in, in one major factor, and that would be getting a spot in yeah. the college football playoff, yeah. which it would, with eight teams, would automatically gain. So that more than takes care of the group of five-ish. issue. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, so that's a, that's a big deal. Uh, and, listen, yeah, you're going to play uh, – if you're saying minimum ten power fives, that you still have to fill out that schedule, and the group of five would get uh, its fair share, I think, uh, of games that would be um, worthwhile for them to help fund their uh, athletic departments. I, I know where you're coming from, and I and I understand it. I think it's important that people realize that uh, those those schools that make up the group of five uh, play a role. Uh, in in and really putting together Power Five schedules. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that there would be fewer, yes. But I think the big payoff is that they would be getting a larger piece of the pie by openly having a, an opportunity sure. uh, of getting a team in with the best team from the group of five uh, getting a spot in the college football playoff. And, you know, say what you want, uh... Anybody that doesn't think that uh, a team, for instance, like UCF with that incredible run that they had over the last two years, an opportunity to play Bama at Bama, I mean, mm-hmm. that would get everybody excited. I mean, I don't know. Other than maybe uh, beating LSU for the you know 25th consecutive time, what would make Alabama fans any happier <laughs> than boat racing UCF at home? <laughs> sure, right. And they would get excited about that. Well. So, uh, I, I think it just generates a great deal of interest all across the board.
4: Well, and I think that it definitely does. And with a couple of minutes left here, Tim, you know, TV driving this thing—that's the other thing. You know, Scott drove that point home yesterday, not intending to, but when he said the reason Florida and Miami are playing this Saturday as opposed to next on the thirty-first is because ESPN wanted it, and this, yeah, and and so they schedule it. In
1: college football, right. I fought them for doing it. I really do. I'm jealous that we don't have a game mm-hmm. this weekend. I'd love to be out doing it.
4: again. You know? <laughs> well, I hung in there a little longer that time. Uh, Roger, I uh, guess we lost Tim. uh lost his call. Yeah, that thing that happened to us in the middle of the, the um, Scott Strickland interview yesterday, and Scott popped back, so I gave it a little longer, but we just lost him. It's it's okay. We're just about out of time anyway, so I'll shoot him a text. But... Um, yeah, that's one thing. You know, the another quote that kind of stood out to me in the Strickland interview yesterday, and I mentioned it to Tim when we were talking, is the origination for the idea of this game. You know, you look up and everybody's ready for college football. And the entire nation is going to watch this Saturday, Florida versus Miami in prime time. And if that game happens on August the 31st among all those other games not as many people tune into it. I mean, they get he called it a tent pole game and that's kind of what it is. And the reason it happened or is happening this Saturday the 24th is strictly because of um ESPN decided they want to do it. We got Tim back. Tim, we lost you there for a second. We got about a minute left. But but Scott well, called I, it a tent pole game. Well,
1: Right, well, listen, here's the deal. <laughs> it's time that hardcore fans understand and that uh, those that are in governance in college football understand the level of importance of having college football on at a time when there's no competition from the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Labor Day weekend, we open next week with a full slate of games and we don't have the NFL to get in the way, and that's a wonderful thing for college football. Why not do it? what's the difference in temperature on August 24th versus August 31st? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really what's the difference? None. So, so none. Uh, and people are starving for the game and it's great for the game. And I applaud the people at ESPN for saying it's the 150th year of college football. Yeah. Uh, in the 100th year of the NFL, well, college football needs to do everything it can to get more eyeballs on its property moving forward. And, um, I've been alarmed at how little buzz there's been around the country for college football, and I think we got to be aware of this. Even though a lot of money's being made, we're having some serious issues uh, with with attendance, with ratings, and with the popularity and how much buzz there is with our sport over the last year or two, and I think that they need to understand that.
4: Tim, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. The chant with the Gators, y'all, come on. Go Gators! Oh, oh, that is such a beautiful sound. I just got a text from Gator Greg. Hey, Greg, call in. I'll play it again for you. Well, Roger will. He played that for you right there.
3: Got it right there. All yeah. right, baby. You know, Greg would want to hear this one, would he?
4: I'm so glad you had that. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) So glad you had that because I was thinking it. And when you listen to the song, you can just hear Miami. Listen, Miami, (laughs) ba ba ba, yep. Look, there's no question that Florida wins that fight song fight, fight song battle. I mean,
3: how could you? I mean, how can he go wrong when it, he when it goes like this?
4: Oh, it's just awesome. <laughs> I hey, mean, it's uh,
3: live. It's incri-
4: even, even more. All right. Well, you started it, Roger, so now we're going to listen to some songs, okay? All right. All right. Uh, Get out of your way here. let you play. Well, I have one that's related to a story that I was going to bring up. One of my favorite. It is unique. They took what was a popular song and have turned it into the song they play after touchdowns. Yep. Good old Rocky Top. Roger, I can't yeah. wait to tell you this story. I cannot wait to tell you this story because you're going to love it. Now, I'm not saying you're going to cackle in laughter, but you are going to love it, okay? Go! Yeah!
1: You
3: know right. how you can't play the LSU version of Netflix? <laughs> you can't do that. We can't
4: play the Alabama version of <laughs> nope. Rocky Top. No, we can't. All right, listen. Somebody found this on Craigslist. Let me give you the other Rocky Top here, real quick. Woo! Come on, Roger! <laughs> Grab Let's your go. partner, Docito! Wish that I was on- down Tennessee yeah. You got a pretty man joke <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, somebody found this on Craigslist, Roger A Tennessee fan posted this Here's what it says Quote This may seem like a crazy notion, but here it goes Female responses only My girlfriend broke up with me a couple of weeks ago So I find myself with an extra ticket to each of the University of Tennessee football games. Not looking for a relationship, merely a lady that would be interested in accompanying me to the game. The group that I tailgate with are all couples ages 40 to 60s. Listen, y'all, this is a Craigslist ad. Must behave in a respectable manner. No drunks, no drugs, no vulgarity. Must be willing to tailgate for most of the day evening. I have one and only one parking pass. I arrive early and stay late. Plan on a six-hour day. You must be a Vols fan. Vols, sorry, but I am not wanting to sit beside a gator, dog, cat, or door. If you have favorite tailgate dishes, you wish to share bonus points. <laughs> the Craigslist ad says, I'm open to having different, a different person for each game. Or if we are mutually compatible, then maybe most or all games to the same person. Ask that you be willing to pay face value of the ticket. <laughs> that applies for both Georgia and Georgia State. You can't lowball the best games and expect the lesser games to be near free. Would like to chat or meet prior to any specific game and tell me why I should pick you. <laughs> wow. What, what how many responses he got? That is on Craigslist. Um Let's see his name. He called himself Z Duck, as in quack quack, Z Duck. Lots of making fun of him on Twitter. It it did land on Twitter. I have not. I don't. I don't even know how to even use or look at Craigslist. Never even have even you know fiddled with it. So I really wouldn't know. But there it is. We are at a time of year where we are putting out feelers. We are putting out feelers because we need dates to football games. Man, you better hope they don't find it on Twitter. Hey, look Female over here. Female respondents only. Yeah, well. That, Love that little line, little throwaway line there. Man. It did say that. It did say that. Female respondents only. Yeah. Didn't say anything about good looking, you know, so it wasn't incredibly sexist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, um, it's sexist. Yeah, the uh, Davini Equipment phone is loaded up with Mr. Orange and Blue himself. Chomp, chomp. Gator. Greg. Greg, I just got one thing to say to you. If you're not a Gator, you're a Gator hater. Hey, you got it. How you doing, sir?
2: Mr. White, thank you very much. Uh, it's, it's always great to hear your voice. Uh, uh, and I uh, and, and then you can promote your show a little bit, uh, how I can go back and listen to the interview with, you had with Scott Strickland. I saw, saw that yesterday, but I, I missed hearing it. But it's game week. It's, it just feels good. Uh, you know, Orlando, hopefully be Gators country Saturday night. The whole uh, world will be watching because we're starving for football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see Concerned about this offensive line, but I think Frank's is an improved quarterback, and I think Miami. That's going to be a tough game. Uh, Manny Diaz knows Dan Mullen very well, mm-hmm. and vice versa. You would think the tendency. So we'll we'll see uh, big big game, uh, especially also in the recruiting. But just get the season off. Hey, if you win that game. You get the off week You uh, on the 31st, so it's like you get three off weeks this year. That's a great thing. Just a couple of points, uh, Mr. Wyatt, uh, on, on, your, on the Dak situation with the contract. Mm-hmm. I was going to get you maybe to look up when the Cowboys' next uh, game is. I got some friends out there in Dallas. I think they're going to try to announce that deal being done maybe there or right before that last preseason game. Okay. I anticipate uh, that's going to get done and uh, I'm going to prod ahead and go ahead and predict. I think he's going to get about 33, dollars million, $34 million. I'm happy for Dak. He's a real good uh, football player, uh, and I think uh, they're poised to have a pretty good season if they can get all their pieces together. Mm. And then, uh, Mr. Wyatt, uh, talk about uh, your uh, anticipation of this, uh, your battle that you got there at Mississippi State. I know you, uh, you do a great job, and I look forward to your first call. The game, you're going to be much cooler than the people going to Memphis and watching Ole Miss and Memphis play in the heat. You'll be in the Dome. Mm. Tell me what you think and you're hearing about that battle. And uh, we always enjoy listening to you. And Roger is the best producer. And always good to have old Tim Brando on there. He's, He's a legend. Matt Wyatt is working his way on being one. So, Mr. Wyatt, you have a great show. And go Gators.
3: Go Gators. Thanks, Greg. That's how you get your own theme music. That's it.
4: Good call. Cover a lot of ground Uh, very thorough, but not too loquacious. Look that one up. (laughs) Great from Gator Greg as always. Yeah. Okay. On the first thing I'm going to say probably like 31, 13 Florida. You know, I just think what I see, Florida a little more prepared, a little more veteran, uh, Mullen in year two, Diaz in year one. Um, and also look Miami going with a freshman starting quarterback against, those Gator defenders with Todd Grantham, the old vet who's seen and heard everything twice. I just think their defense will chew them up, spit them out. So when it's all said and done, I'm going to go 31 13 Gators in that Why ball game. Going high score? Yeah. Well, for Florida, Florida's going to score points in that game.
3: Well, some of the uh, odds makers, I don't know, you don't put much stock in that. Having a little closer game, they got like, they're predicting, I don't know how you do a 21.4 to 19.6 game. Yeah. But they say Florida will win, Miami will cover, and the total will go under.
4: Okay, that's what they're saying? Yeah. Well, they are welcome to be wrong. (laughs) They are welcome to be wrong. You didn't ask me what they were saying. Tim says that Miami's going to win 27-24. Guess it's me against you, Tim. (laughs) I don't care what the score is, but uh, I'll watch it with joy. All right, I'm finally going to get around to this list of 14 things that there was a demand that Ezekiel Elliott hand this stuff over for shoving a security guard. He's not going to have to do it, but I'll tell you what was on the list. (laughs) You got to get a kick out of it. Coming up next here on the show in the Farm Bureau Studio, stick around. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. Just go ahead and soak that up. One of the best all-time fight songs. You know it is. Trojan (laughs)
2: Man. Come on, Roger.
0: Come on, man.
3: (laughs) No.
4: (laughs) It is very grand, isn't it? It is grand. Golly, it doesn't get much better than that. They named USC named the starting quarterback JT Daniels. Guess what? He was starting quarterback last year. (laughs) I know it's a little anti-climatic. Climactic. Climactic. Yeah. Yeah, But that C in there. Climactic. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So he did play, but he did have a competition. He was good last year as a freshman, but a freshman, and this year he won it again, JT Daniels. They just announced that. They just announced it. USC's schedule. You know what we're talking about. So Florida, look at Florida's schedule this year, playing an SEC East schedule. you got Georgia in there, Missouri, everybody else. Oh, by the way, their Western Division opponent is LSU. Oh, by the way, their every year in-state rivalry out-of-conference is Florida State, and now they've added Miami in the first game. And compare that to a USC schedule. Now, USC, they go to Notre Dame, okay? Their credit. They're in a Pac-12. It is what it is. But they're going to Notre Dame. But it's Fresno State, Stanford, BYU, Utah, Washington, Notre Dame, Arizona, Colorado, Oregon, Arizona State, California, and UCLA. It's an attractive schedule. And, oh, by the way, in a preseason one, two, three, five teams on their 12-game schedule ranked in the preseason. The only one that you look at is kind of a laugher is Fresno State. So, yeah. <clears throat> Not a bad one. Just for you, 100 grand, you asked for it. You got it. You better get ready, because here come the JSU sonic boom, high-stepping down the street. Get out of the way. a video of the uh in unison the five drum majors marching down the street in front of the band when they play this
3: it's incredible i think their knees are getting up about as high as their chest i mean they are high marching
4: Uh, it's roger you high stepping i should say like unless you're a high level athlete you can't do what they do Mm -mm. it's incredible They got their own
3: groupies and everything.
4: Yeah, they do. And they have people walking, telling the media people with their phones to. They'll say, Move! Move! (laughs) It's great. All right. Through. The list of demands of this security guard that uh, Ezekiel Elliott pushed down. Would be extortionist. Right. The would be extortionist they gave him a list of demands ezekiel elliott and and here's the thing now let me set it up for you ezekiel elliott bumped into this security guard in las vegas it did kind of knock the guy down but it wasn't like it was an altercation he just kind of bumped into him the guy got up ezekiel elliott apologized said hey man i'm sorry about that i didn't i didn't see he and ezekiel elliott goes are you okay Then the security guard said, yeah, I'm okay. This guy's name is Kyle something. He said, yeah, I'm okay. Can I get a picture with you? Kyle Johnson, the security guard. Then poses for a selfie with Zeke Elliott smiling. Then later decided they wanted 14 things on a list of demands. After speaking with his wife. Including... $500,000 cash. (laughs) A public apology. Get this. He wanted a press conference (laughs) with Ezekiel Elliott. Now, the list of demands was apparently delivered by this kid's dad. Okay, so this tells you what kind of dad he has. Kyle Johnson was 19 years old security guard. Just accidentally got bummed down. Kelly Johnson, the father, delivered the list of 14 things. $500,000 cash, public apology. He wanted a press conference with Elliot and his son, Kyle Johnson, the 19-year-old. They wanted $25,000 do, um, donated to the, his junior college football team that Kyle played on. They demanded signed jerseys from Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, and Dak Prescott. They demanded tickets to Cowboys games, home and away. I want to go knock him down now. They wanted tickets to Ohio State games, and here's the real kicker, the last thing on the list. They demanded a meet and greet with Jerry Jones and his son. <laughs> Jeez, so here's your side. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can you believe that? Man. Hey, did Ezekiel Elliott push you down angrily? You, sir. Are a liar. Hey, um, are you are you are you injured? Yeah, I'm injured. Liar, liar, your pants are on fire. Okay. Davini Equipment phone line. Chicken Hawk has his own sound effect. What's up, Chicken Hawk? Hell
0: state, man. Look at him. Uh-oh. I heard the the, the 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 call go out. You know, like I was telling old Roger Dodger there, uh, Mr. Bob Tail that, uh, you know, unlike Batman, I can't just go every time the lights flash or you put the call out. No. Uh, you know, I just can't pull this 18-world off anywhere.
4: <laughs> I understand that. I totally get it.
0: Now, let me hear. Especially when chicken, don't it? For, Yeah, yeah. You know, here's something I got for you, though. Look here, you know, uh, Mr. B, there, old Brooksy, Thinks he is the white Tiger Woods of uh, one hundred five point nine Esmond the Zone. Really? And so I, yeah. So I got a little thing here. You know, you'd be doing this charity, Now, I, you know, I get a lot of time to think while I'm going down the road. And uh, why don't we have just a nine hole pasture pool playoff? Okay. Uh, between you and him. Mm-hmm. Now, Roger, uh, uh, Roger Dodger, can you give me a little bit of like a. Uh, P P A, boss. That's Pastor Pool Association, not P
3: G A. But give me, give me that that Pastor Pool Association. It's a Association challenge like no one. <laughs> and I don't what, know what you want me to say. But what would
4: the? Well, you uh, know,
0: like okay, like like this. You know how they do? All right, Rogers. Uh, I mean, uh, Hill is walking up to the green, and uh, it looks like Brooks is uh, maybe thirty foot behind, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna see if we can get a birdie. Out of both,
4: or maybe a double, you know, that kind of ball. Hey, uh, hey, Chicken Hawk, did you hear about what? Did you hear about that new Walmart they're putting in over there? Over what? Between my drive and Chris's. (laughs) No, uh that's how far out between my my drive and Chris's. That's how far out in front my ball will be in front of his. (laughs) Oh well, I mean, right I don't there.
0: figure Brooks. You know, Brooks is like a legend in his own mind, and then Beaver's over there with his little pom-pom cheerleading and everything. But here's the deal: I'm going to be your candy. <laughs> keep it fair. Keep it <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be your candy. Okay. And the beef can be uh, Brooks' cat. Right. right.
4: Okay. Well, and, the, here's uh, the thing about it, though: <laughs> um, if we if we walk along in the fairway beside those two. Uh, we're gonna get really hungry because all they're gonna do is argue for two hours whether you should get a chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A or Popeyes. You know, no one, no one to.
0: Ain't that ridiculous? Why do you know? <laughs> 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 you, I mean, you got to love it. but look, here, you 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 cut into my territory. Though I heard you want to go see, wanting to be on that. You and Brooks combining. Mm-hmm. See, there's already a, a big uh, petition going some of uh, Brooks's uh, texters, want me to come over there and uh, do a day with Brooks.
4: Yeah, well, I was talking about all the time. I think that if Chris well, I mean, and I did a show together, you know, he's an Ole Miss fan. I'm obviously a state fan. I I actually think that it would be good. I I think it would actually be very good.
0: Well, I think it would be good too. But I mean, you may have to be the three of us because look at here, dude. Uh, once I got off over there, and actually the got if I could get into zone. See, it's hard to talk on this cell phone. Mm-hmm. But see, when I run up and down that highway to California, back i produce producing kicking. Oh, uh, see, I got a the, my kicking band radio has a talk back in it, just like them headphones and all. And mm-hmm. then when I can watch my swing over there on that meter and tell how much I'm margin. Yeah. See, all I yeah, get I all you. that. See, I get in. I get in the groove.
4: He's <laughs> how much yeah, margin. Margin.
0: You know, you, <laughs> yeah. You got this. You got the meter, you know over there it's and, uh, a and, uh, the game and I
4: just huh? <laughs> Roger's having fun Do over here understand? with the base yeah but I get what you're Do saying you I get I totally get yeah. what you're saying chicken Hawk but I'm out of time and and let's okay, pick, let's pick, pick, let's pick it up tomorrow yeah see see chicken okay. Hawk out on that. Chris Brooks cannot beat me in golf and I, you know, he's probably a pretty good golfer, and I have not played much, but I'm not bad. <laughs> but he can't beat me, especially if we play nine holes. Now I will wear out on the back nine, and you know he's got. You know they talk about skipping leg day, guys with the big muscles up top in their arms, but they don't have a little bit of skinny legs, so they skip leg day in the lift. Chris is skipping everything but leg day. He's got those big calves. He'll probably you know, wear me down over the course of 18 holes, but I'll beat him on the front nine, I promise you. <laughs> All <laughs> right, see y'all tomorrow. See ya. You're listening to the Mount Wyatt Show. Mm. My God, my swing feels like a kind
0: of launch
1: him.